I love I love the terminology in the in the community though. There are people that are like, "Hey, dolphin here." <laughs> yeah, you have different. So they're sizes. like a whale that's not different. <laughs> different sizes of sea creature. Hey everyone, this is Wilmgard here with me. Hey, and you're listening to the FFBE podcast. All right, back again for another week um, after that big Halloween fiesta. Yeah, it really was a fiesta. It was a fun time, actually. I really enjoyed it. It's kind of sad that I realized tonight that Halloween is on its way out tonight. Yeah, this I'll miss is, it. it's over. You know, I did see some great Halloween costumes. This isn't related to FFBE, but it's it could be, but it's not. I saw a hilarious one on Instagram of these two. So there's these this couple that runs around on Instagram dressed as T-Rexes. Mm-hmm. And they just take random photos throughout the year of, you know, they're in a random place and it's just two T-Rexes. They're in T-Rex costumes. Yeah. If, so the listeners get an idea. It's those ones that look like you pump them full of air and they're running, you know? Oh, everyone knows I'm sure you've T-Rexes. seen them. Everyone's yeah. seen them. So anyway, two of those T-Rexes. So for Halloween, those two T-Rexes dressed up as ghosts. It was... <laughs> It's just pure hilarity. It was so good. That I, that's why funny. I love Halloween. That sounds really funny. It's fantastic. I didn't see anything quite so great, but I think a few, I saw a few nice uh, Final Fantasy related cosplays throughout the week of Halloween. I guess you could call it a week of Halloween. Halloween's an interesting time for cosplayers. I <laughs> I saw someone tweet that they lost their the costume contest to a puppy dressed as a pumpkin and they were like full out decked out in their cosplay yeah, so funny. yeah it's like i spent a year making this yeah and somebody puts a pumpkin on a puppy and it's like oh it's so cute that's the best one <laughs> it's like mine is literally animatronics but the puppy pumpkin exactly oh man good times no that's that's really unfortunate but also hilarious at the same time yeah it is what it is. But for FFBE, Halloween's on the way out too. Today, I believe, was the last day. The day we're recording this, at least, Thursday, was the last day for any of the Halloween stuff that you wanted to do. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. I wasn't able to, because of my hectic week this week, I wasn't able to actually keep up with my farming. So I won't be able to get as much out of this Halloween as I wanted to. You know what's funny? That I don't think it's so much your hectic week. But rather, I wasn't able to get as many per run. Or maybe there was just so many expensive things because normally I'm able to clear out the metal gigantuars, all the extra uh, moogles as well. Not the super expensive ones, but the cheaper ones. Mm-hmm. And I actually wasn't able to do that this time. Like I, I still have LB pots in there. I have tons of metal gigantuars in there. I cleared out like the event exclusive equipment, but everything else is still sitting there. You actually might be right, because maybe because they gave us last year's Halloween units as bonus units, they dropped the rates for the, what do you call them? The bonus bats? Yeah, the bats. Because I noticed when I looked tonight, I thought I would have a lot more currency than I actually did. I had to spend this whole week, like Monday till today, farming just to get the 150k item the crappy 150k item yeah i needed it for completion but you know what i mean like the fact that it took part of its 
its magic power is that it, it compels you to waste your time. <laughs> the fact that it took me four days to do it is crazy. Like, I, I don't think there's been another yeah. event that's taken me that long. Yeah, it's been tough. I, I didn't get nearly as many bonus units as as I did on other events, but that could also just be luck. We're just two samples. Yeah, it could be purely luck, but either way, tons of stuff left in there. Sad to see it go. I always enjoy the Halloween events, and this one was pretty fun, actually. The raids themselves were pretty tough. Not the raids, the trials. So I, I have something embarrassing to admit. I actually went into the last year's trial, the Ghost King. Yes. And I underestimated him. So I, I took my troll team that I was leveling. There were five stars and four stars that are not maxed out. I just wanted the EXP. And you died. I took my heal and a friend heal. And I wiped because I didn't do enough damage. I just did not gear them properly. I didn't care. I was like, oh, it's last year's event. So I went in there and I got slapped in the mouth. Dude, it was so bad. The funny thing is, I literally did the same thing. I just put in like <laughs> random stuff. I had like yeah. my Zon in there or something. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be easy. It's last year's event. And turns out he literally smacked me across the face and said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I know that feeling, man. That's literally what I did. I beat him on the second round because I put in my actual team. And I think I ended up killing him in two turns instead of one. But that one turn, he just wiped my whole party. 100%. I did the exact same thing. Yeah. But at least I, I did get my revenge eventually. And it was double sweet because he fucked me one last time. Oh, <laughs> uh, He played one last trick on you. Yep. Well, Halloween's on its way out, so... I'm looking forward to this coming week, actually. It's pretty flippin' exciting. Well, before we jump into what's coming... Sure. How did you find the, the count this year's Halloween? Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about this year's yeah. event. He was tough, man. He was really hard. I mean, um, I had to try probably a total of about... I'd say about six, six or seven times total to get every uh, every mission completed. Yeah. Like, those first three turns were deadly. I agree. I Those first three turns wasted most of my trials. I, I could have just been going in with the wrong team. I, I probably was, but whatever. If I got through to turn three, I could consistently survive. But turns one and two were kind of the, the iffy turns. Because obviously, everybody knows turn one was MPU drain. And then turn two, you can't actually do anything. Yeah, because everyone's out of. I mana. mean, you can, but you would need to use items, and that's not part of the mission. Obviously, one of the missions is don't use items. So I tried not to use items. So it all depended on how often he used his AOE move for my runs. Because if he only used it once or twice, my healer would be all right. If he just spammed it, there are runs where he just seven times. I swear to God, he was just going nuts. Yep. And those runs, I just wiped on turn two. What healer were you using? Ayaka. Six star or seven star? Yeah, six star. I don't have two of her. Oh, okay. I had a bit of an easier time than you. I use the seven star Ayaka. As a friend unit? No, no, my own. I have my own seven star. Oh, you star. have your own? Jealous. Yeah. Nice. I got lucky and pulled the second one a few months ago, but I used her, so it made the it easier. extra beefiness really helps. Oh, yeah, that extra health and her spirit can get really, really high. So once I got past turn three, for me, it was really easy because I ran with my heal and a friend heal that was decked out to kill reapers. So I could actually, if I have the right setup, I could just 100 to 0 him, which basically means I use Hio's awakening ability that gives him extra attack and lets him triple cast, and then on the next turn I triple cast and I can kill him. 
Yeah, but it just I means getting that. to turn five or six. Exactly. But once you get past turn three, it was easy to survive. Once I had my tanks actually tanking the hits, and I broke his attack and mag, he was not as deadly. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing, though, is the Esper summons. Holy oh crap. Oh my god. My, my actual run took me 30 turns, because filling that Esper gauge without actually killing him hard. was so hard for me. Yep. Yeah. I had to actually... So it was my run that I did was so hard, because I sacrificed an extra DPS unit to put in a summoner and because of that you know how he has that uh uh death drain thing oh my god that made it hell annoying i had to literally hell for you if you can't burst him he becomes super annoying i'm so thankful that i maxed out my veritas of light because i sent her in uh and saint eraser does crazy amounts of damage and so i managed to be able to kill him with that but it took me like like you said like 20 30 turns it was crazy for me, it just took, I could have killed him any time. It's just getting those stupid orbs. It took forever. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Because I took the summoner to make it easier to summon the things, it took me uh, longer to kill him because I didn't have that extra chainer. So one nice thing is <clears throat> I did pull a second ace on the Halloween banner. Oh, so I'm leveling right. him frantically because once I get him to seven star, my evoke missions are going to become... A thing of the past. It's going to be easy. Yeah, it's going to be a piece of cake. That's why I love so, having my uh, queen. Why would you not just run queen instead of a summoner? <laughs> Are you stupid? <laughs> because? <laughs> queen can do damage. She's actually a good damage dealer. And she could insta summon. Because <laughs> she's not leveled. She's level 101. <laughs> okay. She's level 101. I just recently. Yep. But you're okay, right. If she does- yeah, she doesn't have the ability. And obviously she's not useful, but. Yeah, I was going to say, if you have Queen, you're just torturing yourself. Well, now she has this. She has the ability. We can do it now. We're good. Yeah. But yeah, he was tough. I enjoyed it, actually. It was nice having a challenging run. It was okay. For me, I didn't enjoy it as much because I found it to be a little bit too much RNG on, like, front-loaded. That once you got past that RNG, the battle became kind of a snooze fest. Do you find that it's really tough to balance that? I mean, balancing out like, the RNG-ness of the difficulty versus actually making it... I don't it, like, mind RNG in battles. I As long as it's spaced out. This one, it feels like the maybe 80% of the difficulty of the actual battle was on turns one and two. And that could have just been the team that I took wasn't prepared to deal with it. Maybe some other people had challenge, more challenge elsewhere. But for me personally, I feel like turn one, two, and three was where 80% of the actual difficulty of the trial was. And it was a difficulty where I couldn't do much to impact it other than roll again. You know, now that you say that, you're going to have so much fun during the Icebird trial. Well, we'll see what... I haven't tried it yet. We'll see what happens. Oh, you're going to have a lot of fun. And anyone listening that's done it knows exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, I don't mind it once in a while. If all the trials were like this, I would just never do them because it's really frustrating. But... I prefer the RNG. I like RNG in the trials because it's kind of interesting. It's not calculated. You do this turn one, you do this turn five or whatever, but... I just wish it was... It's more easy when you you have a feeling, at least, that you can somewhat control the outcome. I wish that it wasn't on the first... Like, I don't mind the MP drain to start. I just wish turn two wasn't so RNG heavy. So if they put it, like, randomly throughout, like, turns, any turn after, like, seven or five or whatever, I don't know, just to make it, like... A little bit of RNG, but it gives you a chance to get back on your feet rather than front loading being like if you don't have 
units that can withstand at least three or four AOE attacks, you're useless. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, enough about the Count and his annoyances. I'm really excited for this coming week. So what's got you excited? The new units look awesome. Like, honestly, I, I read through Kurasama or Kurasame, Kurasame. I don't know how to say his name. I read through his abilities. It's all right. That's fine. Part of speaking English is butchering the names of every other culture. True. That's what that's what the language is designed to do. This guy's abilities are ridiculous. Like I'm read through his TMR and his super TMR. They're both amazing for what he does or she. Well, let's just talk. Let's start with him and let's just talk about him. What? So what? What is it about his TMR and STMR that's so good for you? Him or her? I can't tell. It looks the sprite looks like a guy, but you can never tell. It says male here on the wiki, so I'm gonna go with male. He um, that could be edited by anyone. It's true. It could be. <laughs> it needs to be a peer-reviewed source. Yeah. Anyways, um, first his I like the way they just synergize with each other. So he has his super TMR being the blade, and his TMR is the hilt of that blade. It's pretty cool, just in their mm-hmm. design. But I mean, having such an amazing hybrid sword. So his super TMR is 130 attack and 162 mag. That's ridiculous for hybrid damage dealers. Yeah, it's great. It's elemental, so it's ice damage. So obviously, if it's an ice trial, it's going to be useless. But very rare that you're fighting things with heavy ice resistance. It seems like anybody who's who's already using Fry and gets a 7-star of this guy, he seems like a direct upgrade. Oh yeah, 100%. So like just his two equipments there, his sword and then his accessory decked mm-hmm. out for hybrid damage like it, it perfectly synergizes for any hybrid damage dealer that can equip it you know what i mean yeah um especially fryavia if you have one or obviously if you have this guy i believe he's way better so he can triple at least for now until we see fry's seven star this guy yes if you have him at six star i don't know but seven star he's definitely better yes yeah, six star is like maybe it's it's up in the air, but his seven star is ridiculous. Well, it looks like he does get his uh, dual cast and and double skills at six star, so he's actually a very good six star as well. It's not one of those seven star units that you need two of to actually make them worthwhile. No, and I agree with that. But the thing is, when he is, I believe, only when he's seven star, he gets the ability to use something called uh, Zekin Twilight Rain which is basically twice as strong as his current quick hit chaining ability. Still chains with quick hit, just does twice as much damage. He can set it up in five star with his his one ability that decreases ice resistance. Oh, there you go. He's got he's got Twilight Rain. The reason seven star it makes him so much better is because he gets triple cast yeah. on his seven star version, which is pretty disgusting. Yeah, it is. It's pretty awesome. Another thing that I found interesting about not only... Hey, your queen would love him. He can, he can uh, He's a quick hit chainer. <laughs> yeah, same with... Uh, what's his name? Titus. Actually, does queen... Is queen a quick hit chainer or is she a divine ruination? I, I can't remember I don't anymore. remember, honestly. I don't use queen as a DPS. Titus, Titus is, a, is a bit of a joke because... His his combos are so weird that he people say he just chains with nobody. Because <laughs> you got to set up his triple cast, and it's just people Takes forever. People say, yeah, like this guy, he he actually chains with nobody. It's it's all it's a ruse, pretty much. But just the raw damage on this guy. The thing is, it if you haven't if you haven't killed whatever you're trying to kill 
by turn six. On turn six, he is able to use a 30 hit ability that does oh, nice. 54 times damage. I wonder if that would chain with Hero's Limit Burst. It looks like it might. Like the frames look appropriate. Yeah. But it's tough to say uh, without cool. actually testing it. I mean, yeah, if anything goes to turn six, it's pretty good. But yeah, 54. A lot times. of trials, like a lot of content these days does go to turn six and beyond. So it's a very, very good skill to have. Definitely. Interesting, uh, interesting unit. One thing that's really interesting for me with not only this unit, but all of them on the banner is their uh, break and imperil abilities, mm -hmm. where it's like it starts as a really, really strong one on turn one. And as the turns go then, on, it's like they slowly recover from it. Yeah, it decays over time, it seems. Yeah, exactly. Which I thought was a really unique way to do it. I, I kind of like it, actually. Interesting mechanic, definitely. It's nice to see. Probably a shout out to the games, perhaps, but... Uh, are you excited? Besides this guy, I mean, he's fantastic. Ice damage, DPS guy, hybrid damage, amazing. Like, really, really good overall. Are you excited for any of the other units? I I like Machina. He or she. It's he. I don't I don't know anymore. He 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 he. He's good. He has a good TMR. Fifty percent attack when he's using a sword and it close. Mm -hmm. So useful for a lot of people. And then he also gets his Super Trust Master is less exciting. It's uh, Excalibur, which is I think it's the third one that we're getting now. Fourth, third, third or fourth? Or fourth I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of Excaliburs in this game. Yeah. It's it's an untyped sword, 163 attack, and it gives you dual wield. But it's not like he can use it, but it's not really the dual wield is wasted on him because he's got dual wield already in his kit. Yeah, it seems like it's more designed for other characters. Yeah, something to give to somebody else. Now, him as a unit, he's listed as a damage dealer. His damage isn't going to be off the charts because he's a dual wielder. Mm -hmm. And generally, dual wielders just do less than true double hand users. But I do like him a lot because if you don't have a really good breaker, even if you just get one copy of him, he is a solid breaker. <laughs> so he, he can break both attack and mag or defense and spirit by 70%. Now, it's the similar mechanic compared to Kurosame that we talked about before, yeah. where it starts at 70 and it decays over time. But having that available to a six-star base, if you don't have a good breaker, he's I think he's worth rolling for just for that. Yeah, definitely. Because it's not like it's tied behind any walls. It's available on turn one or whenever you need it. So to me, it's just you can automatically apply a 70% break if the boss is susceptible. That alone to me is super awesome. Yeah, I agree. And I like that it's paired. So he does the uh, attack mag break together and the defense spirit break together. So you either, yeah, if you want to do more damage or if you want to take less damage, it's kind of, it's nice. Yeah. And an even nicer thing is, although it does decay, overall it lasts for a full five turns. So it gives you actually a lot of time to do other things because he's still useful for other aspects. For example, he has a physical damage mitigation and a magic damage mitigation, which can be stacked on top of overall damage mitigation. Yeah, exactly. He's got a lot of nice things in his kit. The, the other thing I like about this guy is far down the road, the absolute mirror of equity chaining family mm -hmm. is going to be the premier chaining family mm -hmm. and he's got two abilities that can actually chain with his family so he's got element Ager. i don't i'm not german that's as best i can do and then he's also got an ability that's tied behind some other abilities called rush blade that does some insane damage 
and will also chain with this family, I'm pretty sure. So currently there's only two of them, I think. It's Draculaswell in his seven-star form and Machina that can chain. But eventually the sort of the successor to Heo, Axstar, when he comes around, he's going to be sort of the new broken unit. These guys are going to chain with him. Yeah, definitely. Um, As a damage dealer, he will he will get a little bit better over time just to, if you don't have any other people who who chain with this family. Once there's more people that are using this family of chainers that are actually decent, then you'll be good. Um, but until then, it's going to be tough. Yeah, until then, unless you have Draculaswell, who does a lot of damage in his own right, this guy, I, to me, his main draw is the breaking. Yeah, for now, that's his big, that's his big placement, I think. And now the other thing, I, I don't know what she'll be like, but 7-star Lauren is supposedly going to be a top-notch breaker as well. Mm -hmm. So if you have two copies of Lauren, you don't necessarily have to go ham for this guy. You can sit tight on her and then awaken her when her time comes. But if you don't have any of that, I think as a breaker, it's hard to pass him up because you only need one copy and he will do exactly what you need him to do. Yeah, definitely. So the two premier units of this banner look really awesome. They have their own draws, right? <clears throat> it's really nice that they, they kind of bring something to the table to get you to, to roll if you're if it's if your team needs it or maybe if you just like the units. Yeah, they're really good units overall. It's pretty They're good amazing. at what they do for sure. Um, but how do you feel about the two bottom tier units of this banner? So Deuce, I think she's an okay budget bard. I'm not going to talk about her. She does bard things just worse than the premier bards. Her Trustmaster is decent, 40% mag and 50% fire resistance. It's worth picking up for sure. And then the last one, Cater, I just don't see much in her at all. Yeah, she could have been late. interesting because she has... Fire, Ice, and Lightning debuffs or Imperils. Mm -hmm. But the good Imperils are tied behind an ability, so you have to waste a turn setting them up, which kind of makes her not as useful. And then her Trustmaster is good for hybrid units, but only if you don't have anything better. If you've been playing for a while, 20% attack and mag is not special. Yeah. yeah, so she's just not really exciting at all. I was going to say her... Imperils or her status ailments are not tied behind something, but it increases the likelihood of hitting something for sure if you chain like do the combo. It does make yeah. it tough to use for for definitely. I like her sprite though. It reminds me of Persona Three. Actually, though, yeah, it looks exactly like it's straight out of Persona Three. Yeah, it looks nice. Looks like Brings back some memories. She's about I think the colors of, of their clothes are a little different, but you know, she's got the gun, she's got the aura. The, the hair it's good yeah it's nice so those are the big units honestly i mean the two uh five stars a hundred percent in my opinion worth rolling for if you need dps or breakers and then the bottom tier units if you get them i mean deuce is okay and her tmr is nice and then cater is just overall pretty useless unless you're brand new to the game not really doing much yeah, that's, that's what it looks like to me, too. So calling back to the current event with Valkyrie Profile, we are getting the trial of that. Have you had any luck with your pulls on Valkyrie Profile? You got any shoulder pads to show for it? I don't. I've only done, mind you, I've only done the daily summons and like the free Halloween tickets and stuff like that, which I don't think can get these units anyways. But the daily summons, I haven't gotten anything. I got Yolanda. Hopefully I'll get a couple of her TMRs out once I do the raid summons later uh, next week. I don't remember. Is her TMR decent? Yolanda? Not really. Yeah. It's probably uh, it's probably going to be 
less than it normally would be because of the king, the not the king log, the raid summon. It's it's a it's a rod with ninety eight mag, pretty much. So it's like it's yeah, okay. I remember now. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's not. It's really biggest. lackluster. Yeah. Let's be honest. Exactly. Like I said, it's one of those things that's there more so for the newer players than it is for in a, in a yeah longer in a world time. where people are swimming in Draco rods. That's just. <laughs> Pretty lackluster. <laughs> Pretty much. If you're around for the I got Draco, Draco rods event. coming out of every orifice and pocket and yeah, everything. I'm pretty yeah. sure I can make a team of ten exclusively with Draco rods. Dual wielded <laughs> yeah. across the board. But the trial for it is coming. Uh you're fighting Lazard Valith, which I'm hoping is gonna be a fun, more difficult trial. But the main thing I wanted to talk about was this weapon. 180 attack, but it has a weird like uh, effect. <laughs> it's a- it's such a troll weapon. It's, it's not only is it two-handed, but you only do somewhere between 1% to 110% damage. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's hilarious because, I don't know, I feel like the inspiration is Excalibur here. <laughs> so that's what I think of. I think of Excalibur. I mean, I'd rather just equip Excalibur because then you have consistency at least. You can plan around your unit's damage. Here, your unit will either be insanely good or just useless. How does Angel Slayer work? Do you have any idea how that works? Does it reduce your damage or does it reduce the enemy's <laughs> physical? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I, I've read it so many times over and I have no idea so, what it does. Apparently, it's just there to inform the, the user of the sword's ability where it just does shit damage. It reduces your damage. It doesn't actually oh, do anything. Its effect is the it's damage. It's the 1 to 110%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is its effect. That's silly. This weapon is, like, it could be good if you did 110%, but the fact that you're going to be doing an average of about 55 means you're averaging, like, 90 attack, and it's an okay sword. Yeah, exactly. And the, it's actually worse than a standard 90 attack sword would be. Less because consistent. Because of the inconsistency. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So overall, I when I first saw 180 attack on a weekly difficult trial i was like that's insane that's heo's tmr right there and then i saw the effect and i thought okay they're trolling us pretty much yeah it's, it's one so of those they things. trolled us with the triple rainbow and now they're trolling us with the weapon when will it stop Gooby? when will you stop slapping our faces well they didn't get to play any jokes on us during halloween so they're like let's just slap them in the face on the next banner <laughs> No, I mean, it's probably a shout out to the games. I haven't played this uh, Valkyrie Profile iteration, so I don't know. But I'm assuming that's a similar mechanic or something related to the game. I hope it is, that at least the realism is why it's like the way it is. Yeah, it's almost guaranteed that's why the way it is. If not, then I'm extra tilted. Yeah, they're not just trolling us. I mean, it's still kind of a troll to make that the weapon that you get, but it's, it's okay. It's fine. I don't expect anything too crazy out of these weekly challenge trials anyway. Yeah, same. Usually it's nice. You get a couple tickets, you get some trust moogles, and you go on with your life. Yeah, definitely. The next event, I'm I'm happy to see uh, the clash on the big bridge. This is the FF Type 0 event coming with those units we talked about a little earlier. Yeah. I'm happy, happy to see that it's back to the usual on-banner units, give you the bonus, no extra from like other units. I feel like this is the way it should be overall. It's nice. I mean, it's a nice added bonus for me, but I'd rather see like the current banner be the stars than calling back to like all the other units. And then I just won't see any of the new units in my friends list because no one's going to pull regardless. You know what I mean? Well, I think for this banner, they could have got away with it because the, the seven star units on it are actually decent, in my opinion. 
I could see myself pulling for these units if I needed them on my team. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually considering pulling for Kurosama, but um, I'll decide, I guess, in the moment. So why why would you pull for him? Just because you, you like him? You like the, the theme? I really want another hybrid dance. Like, if I could get him to match up with my current Fravia, I'd be pretty happy. Both ice damage. I know you can't chain them, but at least they'd be there. You want them there? You just want the icy particle effects in your battles? Pretty much. <laughs> no, I, I just think he's a really, really fantastic unit. Uh, hybrid damage, I'm lacking in that. I have Veritas of Light that does true hybrid damage, and then I have Fravia, but my Fravia as a six-star just doesn't cut it. So it's nice to have a second yeah. one. In It's just personal preference. I think he's cool. So I'm like 50-50. Like I don't really need it, but I kind of want it. I mean, I've rolled for things before where I just liked it. I just thought it was cool. It doesn't have to be good, right? Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you can just play a game to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> what? I know it seems shocking, what but you know. What are you talking about? People do that sometimes. You shut your mouth. Enjoy a game. Are you crazy? This current event, though, like I said, back to the usual on-banner units only giving you the bonus. What do you think? Do any of the event-exclusive items excite you? In what sense? For... Just use, like in the actual... So I haven't had a look at any of them, actually. If you want to go through them, we can. Sure. So we're getting a katana, potentially, called Bushido Blade. 75 attack with Maneater. Pretty good, to be honest with you. I mean, it's a katana with Maneater. Can be really handy. Maneater's good. Yeah. Could, I think Odin is a human, right? Yeah, exactly. It kind of fits well with there. that. Stack, stack a few more Maneater passives on there. A gun called M-Tech 2 Prime. Uh, it's okay, but not amazing. I like that it's elemental, so you can stick. Elemental like, makes it nice. Yeah, the the, ta the low attack is just depressing, but the elemental does make it nice. Just because you can then use it to chain with certain units on a certain element, which it's is still good. better than Angel Slayer, at least. <laughs> yeah, at least it's consistent. The one <laughs> thing that's nice for people if they haven't been around for a while or are struggling uh, equipping their double hand units, the free double hand uh, coming in. Unfortunately, this isn't true double hand, though. No, it isn't. It's, so it's kind of tempting, right? And I mean, if you have the currency, get it. If you're struggling for currency and you want to deck out one of your double hand units or true double hand units, this just, it seems like it's okay. And it, it is, you know, if you have nothing better, yeah, give them a one-handed weapon for sure. But true double hand units are so good because two-handed weapons have a higher modifier than one-handed weapons. Mm -hmm. So with two-handed weapons, you're doing 130% to 150%, depending on the weapon, in damage per attack. And then when you can use your W ability to dual cast or triple cast, your damage skyrockets compared to dual wield. But if you're just single wielding a single-handed weapon, you're doing the same damage as a dual wielder, but you're using twice the MP. Fair enough. That's a hot take right there. Yeah. Are you telling me that none of the event exclusive items are actually that good? I like Bushido Blade for Maneater, but everything else like this. So the gun is okay. There's no super good gun users in the game right now that There's make the gun exciting for me. It could be useful on her. I wouldn't say she's super good. She's good, but in the current meta, she's not, uh, what do you call it, top tier. And then... But it could help her if there if she can chain like to chain with an ice user potentially, which is why I said it was okay because of the element. But the the low damage output is just painful. And then yeah, double hand is good. Don't get me wrong. Like it could be useful in some situations where 
For example, on my heel, I have a one-handed sword right now because it has an element that I want to chain with other people. And then in that case, this regular double hand can be used to pump up the pump up the damage a little bit. But if you're looking at the way you generally want to use true double hand units, it's not going to help you too much in that sense. So if, for example, if I had an elemental sword that was a true two-handed sword, then this would pretty much be a waste of a slot because it's not going to give you any bonus because you're actually using a two-handed weapon instead of a one-handed weapon. And this says when you're single-wielding a one-handed weapon. That's very so true. just something to keep in mind, right? I mean, it's it's decent. It's a free Trustmaster, but, and it has its uses, but it's not super, super good. So I I think that it's really good that they didn't make the weapons too amazing. And the reason is that the current uh, five-star select summon ticket on this uh, event is 150k. So that means that a lot of your currency is going towards that. And if you don't roll a lot of bonus units, it's going to be tough to pull that out. And 100%, that's the best thing you can get out of this banner. Yeah. I mean, that's a given. The select summon tickets are so rare, the unit of choice, that you definitely want to pick those up any chance you get. Yeah, and so for that reason, I like that the weapons and stuff aren't too amazing. Um, it's going to be tough to pull out the bonus units on top of being able to save up enough for everything. So it's kind of a nice trade-off. Uh, people will have at least a little bit of a chance of getting the select summon ticket on top of everything else. So we'll see how it plays out overall. Yeah. So how do you feel about the uh, coming event overall? I mean, it's it's Final Fantasy Type O over again. Third time, I think. How many? I, th- I feel like we've had yet more. I think we Maybe had a we redo some... of one of the events, if I'm not... Or was it four times Type O? Because we've got, we've got Rem. Mm-hmm. We've got Ace. Mm-hmm. Who else do we have from that? Queen. Are there any other six stars that came out of those, that... Final Fantasy. Queen. I feel like I've just seen it often. Queen. Queen, yeah. So we've had... I don't know if Rem and Ace came on the same banner. I can't remember. I feel like one of the three came with... uh, Like two of them together, sorry, is what I'm trying to say. I don't don't remember if that was the age of the double five stars or not yet. Uh, But anyway... Like I said, one of them I think did. But either way... We've seen a lot of them. I'm excited just to have more... Idolan users on my friends list, so I love when I have good damage dealing or whatever units from that family because it means I'll have more options for people that have Idolan and help me deal with stupid missions. Yeah, I'm super excited to have decent units that have summon Idolan, so it's not that you're just taking them for that purpose, that they actually have more to do, right? I mean, Ace is decent. As a mana battery, he's like insane his break is insane like using him as a uh elemental imperil guy is really good too all of them are good i'm just saying having more so like now we're getting a dps unit we have a healer that can do it we have uh imperil slash magic user just having them in the top tier is nice yeah exactly so you're not taking I mean, them we'll, just we'll see for, that, for right? the for the calculators to do their number crunching to see how good they really are but just from looking at their skills, it looks like they'll be at least decent. Yeah, no, it's going to be really, really good. Pretty excited overall. I read somewhere recently, so this is going a little bit off topic, but I read somewhere recently that someone mentioned they feel that FFBE and Gumi are cycling through different things where they like do something that the fans don't like 
then follow it up with something that the fans can get hyphy about and then basically just com- continuously go back and forth between those two like do something hyphy and then follow it with something crappy apologize and then go hyphy again with no real changes to the way they conduct the game how do you feel overall about gumi and how they're running the game so far no no it's it's fine i mean there are things that that annoy me there are things that don't but it, nothing is perfect right yeah definitely one thing that i don't know i don't know if you wanted a more spicy answer like i was hoping you I'm had not... more of a hot take on it to be <laughs> honest yeah i'm not i'm not super super bitter like i say, i think i said this last episode the live episode but at the end of the day they're a business and you know they have they got to put food on the table too so they got to do what they got to do if if the thing is if it makes the fans unhappy enough Gumi will stop doing it because the fans will stop spending money on it. Yes, but you know, so ultimately, that's that's sort of the the what do you call it? Where they're going to take their direction from? Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're... so if if they, it's a personal choice. If if they do something and you're not happy with it, don't spend money while they're doing that thing, or until they change their ways. If it doesn't bother you, spend the money. Like if you want to get the units that you want, then do it. Who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. Like, at the end of the day, the, the, we play this game because it, it brings us enjoyment. Like we'd like it. Because even if you get 100% of all the units you ever wanted, what the hell's the point if you're not having fun? Yes. What I was going to say too is that always remember that the game is free to play. No one forces you to spend money. No one forces you to do anything in terms of like giving your time or money to the game, right? So if you're having fun, continue having fun. If you like you said, if you like the units and you want extra chances to roll, become a whale, go for it. Otherwise, I mean, it's free I to love, play. I love the terminology in the in the community. Though. There are people that are like, hey, dolphin here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have different sizes. So they're sizes. like a whale that's not... Different, yeah. <laughs> different sizes so of sea creature. <laughs> You have various sizes of marine mammals now <laughs> to, to, to show how much money you're spending. I just, I love it. It's just so beautiful. Hey man, how much money have you spent? You know, I'm I'm in between dolphin and whale. <laughs> well, it's, you know, I, I've been I've been a bit of a sea otter lately. <laughs> I'm trying to move up to sea lion. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, I mean, just going back to that, I I haven't spent any money on this game. And I'm completing the content pretty consist. Like I'm keeping up, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not finished everything, but I can complete most of the current events and stuff and I'm completely free. Like I haven't spent anything. So it just goes to show that you don't actually need to spend any money to enjoy the game or to have fun with the game. Right? Yeah. I think some people that get frustrated, like I can understand, right? You and I have been playing pretty much since the game came out. If not since the game came out, I can't remember honestly. We're a little. We we're, I think we we're a few months after it went uh, global. So, you know, we're gonna just by sheer amount of daily pulls that we've done over the years. That's at least seven hundred. We'll get. We'll, we're gonna have decent units stocked up, but I know there are people that probably don't have that and they want to get to that content as soon as possible, and they they get frustrated when they don't pull what they want. I mean, it, it's like any other kind of gambling, right? You just gotta manage your expectations. You're not. You're not gonna win every time exactly it reminds me of a time i back when i was in university we went out to we went to the casino for a friend's birthday and (laughs) the week before i went to the casino for some other event this was kind of like when you first could start gambling so all my friends thought it was cool so they're like oh yeah let's go to the casino so the first night out we went 
I won over $200 on blackjack. And then when I came back for that friend's birthday, I lost $200 on blackjack. Classic. But you don't know. The, the thing is, you're in it. You're in it. And you win some and then you lose some. But at the end of the night, you're like, shit, I lost. how did I lose so much? Because yeah. <laughs> it's not just straight losing. It's like sometimes you win big and sometimes you lose. And it's just, it's it's fun. It can be addicting. But I mean, you have to... You just have to realize that sometimes you're just, you're going to come out down and sometimes you're going to come out up. Yeah, I think it balances out overall. Not, I mean, this this is a little bit different in the casino that you never truly lose. But uh, overall, I think the game balances out how many rainbows. Hey, that's not nonsense. true, man. I saw a friend pull for cloud and spend a shit ton of lapis and not get him. Okay. Yeah, and <laughs> now and now that same you, friend, you could see you could see his soul dying slowly. And now that same friend has a seven star heo with like twenty three hundred attack. Yeah, I mean he's got his heo is decked out, but I mean that's that's what I that's what I was saying. Sometimes you roll your ass off and you get jack you get nothing. You get not a I think he got one rainbow as like Wilhelm. And at the time, you know, Wilhelm was good. It was not what he was looking for. Oh, I know. I've had two banners that I can distinctly recall. One of them was Heo on his banner, and one of them was Fraevia when she first came out. Both times I rolled everything I had and got nothing. So, like, yep. I totally get it. Like, I can understand the frustration. It's just when you look at the grand scheme of things, maybe in the short term it's tough to see, but in the long run of, for example, me playing now for two years... Or a year and a half, I think. Yeah, we'll say a year and a half. I think it was two years in September, wasn't it? We started around the harvest event, September, October, right? Was it two years? Whatever, two years. Because we've done, we've done, I've, I've done two Halloweens. All right, we'll we call the it crazy one where you have to chain your chain blazaras. We'll call it two years. It balances out when I look over the course of the whole thing. I mean, I have a decent amount of seven stars now. I also missed out on a crazy amount of six, seven stars. Overall, it's pretty even. Anyways, that's about it for the content this week. Um, A lot to be excited for coming with the Type Zero event. Halloween leaving us and the costumes going with it. Uh, It was a fun time, though, for sure. I mean, I'm actually glad that we're having a bit of a light week. It's been the last month, I feel, it's just been packed with content. Yeah, it's been a bit of a content overload. Especially because when we have weeks like this where we don't have much content, they release maybe... uh, seven star batch or a new ability awakening update and it's it's for me it's nice to have a week where i just i can settle down i know exactly what to expect there won't be any surprises i forgot to mention actually we are getting a 35 million downloads special event it's not really something in the game it's just essentially free stuff and a chance to win a crazy prize pool from uh, Mm -hmm. ffbe so part one of that is starting. They have announced it starting this week, actually. Tomorrow is the first day. Yeah, and I think for just logging in, you will be able to get some UOC tickets, which is super sweet. Yeah, so... I think two. There are two? Yep, there's two. So they're giving away two free UOC tickets. Yeah, so one is pretty early on in the chain, and then one, I think, comes a bit later. But, I mean, it's just logging on. So even if you don't have time to play, just log in, pick up the reward, and then at least that way you're you're on your way to getting them. Two USC tickets is a free five-star unit. Could definitely help you out. Yeah, and then they're also and doing I think... a 35 million lapis giveaway. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, it's 35 million, but it's going to be like given out, I'm assuming, across many, many people. So basically, Probably. you just have to clear the quest to be entered, and it's all in-game. And that's pretty much it. And then there's going to be a bunch of different winners ranging from 350,000 lapis 
to a bunch of winners of 350 lapis. So you could win anywhere between there, which is pretty fun, to be honest. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, So just another nice thing they're giving uh, the fans for 35 million worldwide downloads. 35 million people downloaded this game. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, multiple people have downloaded the game multiple times, to be fair. You think so? People do that? I know. I know a few people that have well, like three different. I guess uh, I did that. Yeah, emulators and phones. stuff. And yeah, when you sure. change phones, you download it again. Yeah, but either way, thirty-five million is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Even if it's just one person, they they have to have a bot running for maybe six months to get that. Exactly. I don't know. I made that up. And that's a I lot of don't, dedication. Don't there's, hold me to that. There's yeah. at least three people to play the game. I can guarantee that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I know it's at least a, two other people in real life that have shown me on their phone to <laughs> the game. It's it's an amazing accomplishment. It's an exciting time. So it's nice to be getting a lot of free stuff just for people uh, enjoying the game. So it's good. I'm excited. Yeah. Anyways, that's about it for this week. Uh, thanks everyone out there for listening. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention if the audio or my audio sucks this week. That's because I'm in a bit of a, I've got a different setup for the next couple of weeks because of work. So I'm, I'm not actually at home. I'm on the road, you could say. So this week and next week, the audio might be not up to par, but hopefully in a couple of weeks uh, after the week of November 12th, I'll go back to my standard setup. Mini on the run from uh, going from hostel to hostel. Skipping town, trying to see if yeah. he can get away from his problems. Yeah, I'm running away from the aces that I roll off banner. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much the reason for his weird sounding audio. But uh, we'll be back to the normal setup likely in a few weeks. So. Yeah, and who knows? Some of you that actually like it, then yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> yeah, if you enjoy his uh, <laughs> tinny sounding voice and uh, weird audio, definitely. Enjoy it for the next two weeks. Yeah, they're not going to like it if you keep calling it weird. Why are you going to be so judgmental? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's funny. No, it sounds You funny. audio it's elitist. Funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all right. It is what it is. got to make the best of the, of the situation. Yes. Anyways, thank you all for listening out there. That's coming up to the end of the podcast here. So we will see you guys in the next episode. We will hear from you guys in the next. You will listen to us. That's the one. You will listen to us in the next week's episode. Peace. See you later, guys.